wonderful human. Welcome to the Naked in Nature podcast with me, your host, Abby Coleman. You see, I believe we are put here on earth to live wild and free and in the most rawest naked form possible. Living from a place of pure love and in harmony with ourself, with others, and of course, with nature. Your journey to lose your mind and find your soul starts right now. What's up, what's up, my people? Welcome back to the Naked in Nature podcast. It has been a hot minute that I have recorded. Um, It's actually been something that has been on my mind for a while. And here we are. Why not do it now? It is currently 8pm and I am in the Cornish... Actually, I'm not in the Cornish country... I am in Newquay and Newquay is in Cornwall and Newquay is kind of like the hot spot of Cornwall, if that's what you want to call it. Um, so I figured what I'm going to do, well, yeah, I want to start recording about my current life adventures, um, what has led me to being here and yeah this epic ride that I am on called life basically so you know what to do get your cup of tea ready I am currently drinking pucker teas pucker teas are fabulous darling the one that I have is kind of like a sleep one I think it's like chamomile fennel and, and something else, but it's a relaxed one. Um, and no, I am absolutely not naked. It is freezing. Freezing my raw Rastafarian nanas off. <laughs> um, I'm rather chilly, to be honest. And yeah, I'm not naked. But I'm going to get naked with the processes of which it has taken me to get here because it wasn't as EB as EB as easy as ABC or one two three for me deciding to come over here um and being here actually so yeah here we go um I'm gonna take you back to when this all started and yeah it's going to get woo for a little bit and that's totally fine um so basically when when was it it was back in october so i had just got back from living in the bush for a couple of months like completely open had just had this really liberating experience and it was the first full moon. So I got back mid-September. It was the first full moon in October. So it must have been mid-October. Yeah, I was probably back for a few weeks. And I like distinctly remember I was sitting under the tree in my yard and I was just chilling and I was like, just in awe of the moon as I usually am because she is so beautiful and I was just looking up I don't think I was doing much I was literally just chilling and then I just hear this message that kind of came in and it was like you need to go traveling 
And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I've just come back. And I was literally speaking out loud. <laughs> I was just talking to the moon or to my guides or the universe, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I've just traveled. I've just got back. Like, huh? And then, like, kind of nothing came back to me, of course. And so I'm sitting there and I was pondering and I was like, well, where do I want to go? And I'm a traveler. Like, if you're, if you've known me for a long time or if you're kind of new to, to me, um, I spent a lot of time traveling. I spent about six years traveling around the world, not fully around the world, but traveling. And it's kind of always been in me to travel and yeah, like through and through a traveler. And obviously because of COVID and everything, it hasn't really happened. Um, and anyway, so I was like, okay, do I want, like, where do I want to go? Like, let me just start pondering on this, you know? Um, and of course it would be London or to the UK here where my sister is. And like, I'm dying to go to, I don't like saying that I'm dying to go there. Like I'm not definitely not dying. Um, but I really want to go to Peru or South America. So I was kind of having this conversation with the moon or whatever you want to call it. And I was like, okay, well, where do I go? Like, I want to go to London and I want to go to South America or Peru. Um, and so basically I was like sitting there kind of hoping for this little message to drop in. And of course nothing came through. So I was like, okay, give me some signs. And I don't know if you have ever played a game with asking for signs, but it's pretty fun. Like if there is some sort of guidance that you want, I suggest that you make it as fun as possible and ask for the most randomest, strangest shit to come out and see if it happens. Because honestly, when it does, like, it's wild. Anyway, so I said, fine, I want to see some signs. And I said, what I want is I want to hear somebody saying that they're going to one of these places. So I literally want to hear somebody having a conversation saying that they're either going to London or Peru. I want to hear um, that the borders were changing. So bearing in mind, this was in October. And then I want to hear that the borders are changing and that I can travel being an unvaccinated citizen. Um, I wasn't quite sure. I had no idea what on earth was going on then, especially in WA. So I wanted to know that it was possible. And honestly, when there is will, there is way. I highly believe in if we hold our vision uh, to its truth and to um, a knowing that it is definitely going to happen no matter when, then it will happen. Um, and then the third sign that I said I wanted to see was a literal sign. Like I want to see a literal sign that says Peru or London or the location, you know. Anyway, so that was full moon on whatever day it was. And then the next day, I absolutely love to go to Kings Park during full moon and watch the moon rise over the river and over the city. I think it's so beautiful. So I decided to take myself down to Kings Park and I was lying on the grass area, just the main grass area that looks over the city, nowhere special. Well, nowhere else in particular, I should say, because it is a pretty special place. Um, and... I was just laying on the grass and up on the pathway. So it was literally like five meters away. I just hear this lad coming up like he was just walking on the path and he was on the phone. 
and he's getting closer and I couldn't hear his conversation. And then as he's getting closer to me, I hear, hey, mum, tell dad I've booked my flight to London. And I was like, huh? And I kind of, like, you know, like a, like a dog, my ears perked up or like a meerkat or something. And I was like, I was laying down on my tummy. I remember this. And I kind of like sat up and I was like, what the fuck did I just hear? And then he sits down in a chair, literally like right in front of me. And he's like, and then tell him, tell him that I can come because the borders are changing. And I was shook. I had like, oh my goodness, goosebumps all over my body. And I was like, I fully sat up and I was like, what the fuck did I just hear? Like, did I just hear what I like completely asked for, asked for. And then this guy just gets up and proceeds to continue on and walks away. So literally the only thing that I heard of his phone conversation was that. It was like he was a direct messenger saying, go to London. And I was like, what? Like, that's wild. It was honestly in that moment, you know, when something like this happened and you just like feel it till your bone. I was like, okay. So I, I get my phone and I call my friend and I'm like, Sabrina, like, this is just what just happened. Like, what do I do? We were both freaking out together. Anyway, it was real cool. But of course, there was three signs that I asked for, right? Like I said to see a sign. And anyway, so I was like, okay, like, I'm shook, but I'm here and I'm paying attention. Um, and then basically... At some point after that, I cannot fully recall anymore exactly as to when, but then I saw a street sign saying Cornwall Street and my sister lives in Cornwall. She lives in a place called, yeah, Cornwall. Don't need to know the rest. And um, anyway, so I was like, huh, I'm hearing you. Like, I'm hearing you, but I don't want to go. Like, I was getting comfortable, you know, like things, I've spent time in Perth, like, building up a community with breathwork and and being in service and you know like really really finding I guess finding my feet isn't the right word but settling in some sort of way and you know if you had told me however long ago that I'd be settling in Perth I would be like hmm no I'm not feeling that but I really was enjoying the life that I was creating and living um Although not 100% my ideal, it was working, a.k.a. I was comfortable. Um, anyway, so I was like, nah, 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 I'm not going to go. I want to stay here. This is good. Like, you know, why do I need to leave? Not realizing at the time that that was like limiting beliefs and my brain trying to keep me in, in the comfort. And to be fair, like, you know, Perth is an incredible place. However... It's not for me personally, um, what's the word? I want to say expansive, but I also want to say like liberating. It is an absolutely stunning place and is really, really, really incredible for comfort and establishment and um, retirement. <laughs> but personally for me, Aside from my loved ones and my family and friends and everything, it just doesn't quite cut it. You know, it's not, doesn't have the, it's like having strawberries without cream, you know, <coughs> excuse me. I'm just going to have some tea anyway. So 
I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm comfortable, I'm gonna stay. But I could start to feel this sort of like disharmony, I like to call it, in my body. Like something didn't quite feel right, but you know, whatever, I'll just push it to the side because yeah, like let's just do that. And so I, what did I do? So that was October. I was still kind of finding my feet, settling back in from living in the bush, integrating that experience, still kind of feeling like a fish out of water because I had been living in, you know, complete bush for two months and then was trying to be in society again. Um, and then, and I had kind of forgotten coming up towards new year, I had kind of forgotten, Oh my goodness. I launched awaken of course. And that was the other thing I was like, no, that wasn't one of the reasons why I wanted to stay. I was like, no, like I want to stay here because I've got, I've got shit to do. I want to create, I want to launch Awaken that I've been wait, um, working on for so long. Like, hang on, I'm getting my, am I confused? No, 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 no. I'm not confused. I wanted to launch Awaken and all of that. And I did that, you know, that was very, very, very profound. And actually, I think I want to do an episode on that because that was a really life-changing experience for both myself and the beautiful women who were inside the container. Anyway, um, I wanted to launch Awaken and start to really get a little bit more of my business up and running. Um, and then, yeah, I do that absolutely incredible time and moment of my life. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to do when I came back from living off grid was get a van which was get a van and travel around. So I was like, yes, I want to come back to Perth and I want to set this up. I want to create an online business. I want to travel around with my van, with my business, holding space, having fun, like doing all of that. And so that was my plan. And I was like, fuck yeah, like I'm all for this. And then, yeah, this dropping came through about traveling. So Fast forward a wee bit and it's New Year's. Um, and so I remember in December, I was looking for a new place to live because I was like, oh, you know, I ended up changing my mind about the van and I wanted to move out of the space that I was living in because that was supposed to be temporary. I wanted to move back by the beach and really start to set myself up. And I don't know if you're listening to this and you remember me posting about it but I literally put feelers out there for a house um and within like 24 48 hours I had basically found somewhere and it manifested 90% really quickly um I went and viewed it and it was perfect and all that anyway so that was all cool I was planning to go down south for new year's and then um come back and move into the house and I was like, hell yeah, like, I'm not traveling, you know, everything's going good. This is cushy. I've, you know, we're good. Anyway, so then I was getting ready to go down south um, and I go down there and something just didn't quite feel right within me. I was like starting to feel this disharmony again. Anyway, um, I was going, I was planning to go down south for a week or 10 days. I can't remember. And then I was like, oh, I'm feeling this pull. Like, I want to go back to Perth. And then I know I needed to come back anyway because I was moving into this house. Um, and then I was deciding to come back 
uh, early and then literally like 10 minutes before I was getting all of my stuff, I had packed all my stuff 10 minutes before I was getting ready to get in the car, I was just saying bye to everyone. I get a message from the landlord being like, hey, I've, it was a private lease. And she was like, hey, I've changed my mind. Like I've got, I'm sick. I've got so much going on. And she was kind of, when, before she had said yes, she was kind of like in this position of like, look, I don't know what to do right now. I've got a lot going on. She was really sick. She didn't know if she had enough energy. She wanted to um, update a few things in the house and all of that. And I was like, look, it's all good. Don't stress. Like we can work, work through it together. Anyway. That's me fucking forcing it, right? Like, ah, making everything happen, controlling the situation, getting in the way of the flow of life. Anyway, did I realise that at the time? No. My ego and subconscious was just trying to keep me, forcing me to stay. Anyway, so just before I get in the car, she pulls out. She's like, sorry, don't want it. Like, I tried to tell you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? I felt really shit. I was like, but what do you mean? Like, I want to stay. Like, you know, then I'm, then my mind's trying to tell me, oh, okay, well, that just means that something better is coming. But I could feel in my body that I was trying to make it work to stay. I was getting really confused and um, out of whack within myself when to launch the next round of Awaken. I was like talking about it and posting it and it just, even though that's what I wanted and do want again in the future, it didn't feel 100% in alignment with me and my truth. But I decided in those moments to ignore that because again, the comfort and safety felt way better of staying in Perth. Anyway, so... I was a bit shitty, but I was like, whatever, it's all good. I don't really spend a lot of my time sweating the bullshit, you know, like whatever happens, happens. It's all good. I'll make it work. Right. Anyway. So then I get in the car. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to still go back to Perth. And then, yeah, I just felt this real pull to come back to community, to come back to good old Brighton beach and just, you know, get to where I felt safe, I guess. Anyway, so then I'm driving in the car, coming back down south, and I decided to put my um, iPod on shuffle. And all of a sudden, I just hear this song, and I didn't even know. I think maybe I heard this song once before on my iPod, on my Apple Music. And I don't really listen to Apple Music that much anymore. I'm usually playing from Spotify. And I hear this song, and it's talking about going to London. And I was like, bruh not this again. <laughs> Why are we here? And I was like, I hear you. And I said, look, I acknowledge that this is, you know, like I acknowledge that this is something that is coming into my life again. However, I'm not ready. I will go mid-year, you know, give me six months, seven months. I want to get another round of awaken. I want to establish my business a little bit more and then I'm going to shoot. Then I'll dip, then I'll go and follow these callings, you know? Anyway, cool. Trying to tell myself, you know, I got this. I'm in control. <laughs> anyway, so then I go straight to the beach. I meet up with my dear friend Mary. And anyway, we decide to go to for a walk to look for food. <clears throat> Can't happen because of all the mask mandates and all of that, whatever. Not getting into that. Um 
And then we just hear this this man playing music, you know, in Scarborough where the little roundabout is between Sandbar and all of that. We were just walking on that platform bit there. And this man's playing music and we just like start dancing to the music and having fun and all of that. And then he starts like telling a story and you know when like someone just starts telling you a story and you kind of just zone out and you're just like, yep, yep, yep. Like I've just driven back from down south. I just wanted to get my ass in the water, you know. So I kind of zoned out to this story and Mary was chatting to some of her friends in that moment. And anyway, this random person is telling this story and then the next thing he says is, and if you follow that pathway, it'll take you all the way to London. And that's when, like, obviously my ears propped up like a little meerkat again. And I was like, huh? I looked at him, like, in confusion. And I was like, what did you just say? And he said, yeah, if you follow the path, it'll take you all the way to London. And I looked at him and I was like, why did you just say that? And he looked at me and he's like, you're from London, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, hmm. And like looked at me like, hmm, and kind of just changed the subject and walked away. And I was like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> this is wild. Anyway, it threw me. Like disharmony in my body. It was like I was being disobedient and I wasn't following the rules. Has anyone seen that meme before where it's like you ask for a sign, but then you ask for a signier sign? <laughs> it was like one of those. Anyway, I was like, man, what is going on here? So I come back home, I'm chilling and I'm unpacking I'm, I'm and I was like, look, I hear you. I'm paying attention. And I said to myself, I said, I had my hand on my heart like before I went to bed and I was just like tuning into me a little bit and I was like, in my dreams, show me where you want me to be in my dreams. Show me where you want me to be. Anyway, lo and behold, that night I have a dream that I was in London. And so I wake up the next day and I was like, right. That came from my inner compass. Like, yes, okay, universe, God, spirit, creator, whatever provides signs and direction and all of that in life. But for me, it has to come from my internal being, you know, like that is the one place it has to come from. And don't get me wrong. It's not like I absolutely didn't want to come. Like I still have the desire to travel. I still have the absolute desire to be with my sister and my new nephew and my family again. Like, absolutely don't get me wrong. It was just something that was a little bit further down the line for me. I was like, yeah, just give me one one more round of awaken. Let me, like, be in something that I've created. And I want to share this, this with the world. Like, I want to get this out there because I know how incredible it is. Um, so it's not like... It was just the timing, really. It was really just the timing of everything. Anyway, and I was like, okay... I'm hearing you. Then part of me is like, okay, I'll just go. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just leave. Oh, I think I missed a part of this. Anyway, yeah, you get the gist of it. Um, anyway, I was like, okay, I'm saying yes and I'm following this. 
but let me just let it you know when it's like you know a decision is coming that to make but it's kind of just got to land in your body first before you start taking action I was like right I'm open to this and I'm going to follow it let me just like get to that full clarity within myself and then I'll start making it happen um and then it didn't take me long I think it was probably about a week from then no actually that's a lie maybe a couple weeks it landed completely in my body um and then yeah I remember when I booked my flight it was six weeks I booked my flight six weeks ago and I left on the 10th of March oh okay and then these were the other things I was like in limbo because I hadn't made the decision and it hadn't completely landed and was like fully clear within I was in limbo I was like well what am I going to create like I still got to a, I still want to serve and B, I still got to earn an income. I'm trying to live right now. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, I don't really want to put out Awaken because I'm going to be leaving. And it was going to be, I've extended the size of the container. It was gone from six weeks to an eight or 10 week container. So that was going to be too far away. That defeats the purpose of all of this. So I was like, okay, I got to make a decision. But I started that disharmony that I had felt previously started to come into an alignment and I started to feel although uncomfortable because there was all of these big decisions to make I still had harmony and then once that clarity came came through I was like okay cool like wow this is pretty fucking epic that I'm looking at traveling again however how on earth am I going to do this because I'm unvaccinated and this was before the time that um, Mark McGowan was opening up the borders around the 5th of Feb or whatever it was. So I was like, okay, sweet. Like, let me just work with what I've got. Let me start doing all the research and really finding out what on earth is going on in the world and how I can make this happen. Anyway, so I came to full clarity, yes, in my body. I'm going to make this happen. So let me now look into the research. And then I started researching... Um researching yeah what was going on and I was like okay I need to apply for an exemption what do I have to do I needed to get a statutory declaration so I went and got that sorted um, I needed to make sure that my Australian passport was still okay because if anyone remembers my house got broken into and robbed when I was off in the bush and my passports got stolen actually let me quickly add this part on because this is really fucking interesting right so I was living when I was off grid, completely off grid, my car, my house got broken into, um, basically got ransacked and my car got stolen. And I was like, fuck man, I've got all of these valuables at home. Like I can't see what's been stolen until I get back. Anyway, when I first got back, it wasn't until maybe like two weeks after getting back. So when I came back, I, my laptop was still there. I had a wallet full of cash was still there. I had some, a jar full of good green, good green stuff. Um, I had like all of these valuables. I had my DJ decks and none of that stuff got stolen. I had a bit of jewelry got stolen, which was really upsetting because it was super sentimental to me, but that's okay. Um, nothing of that got stolen. The only other thing for, other than my car that got stolen were my passports. So I have an Australian passport and a British passport and they were stolen. And I 
didn't realize until about a month after I came back. And anyway, so the reason how I found out that my passports were stolen was because the Scarborough police station called me. So bearing in mind, listen to this, right? My house was in Mirabuka, got robbed in Mirabuka. My car was found in Clarkson. And then Scarborough police station phones me and says, we have some of your belongings here. It's been handed in at the police station. And I was like, what is it? And they were like, it's your passports. And I'm like, what in the actual fuck? Like, why did these people only steal my passports when all of these other valuables were there? Anyway, when I went, so this was uh, around the around the same time as the full moon situation happening. Because it was, I remember it had been a month. Um, and I was like, why did they steal my passports? Anyway, when I retrieved my passports back, I had a look at them. And my British passport was due to expire. So what would have happened would have been that if this didn't happen, my passport would have expired. And then I would have had to have gone through the full application to get a new passport, which is like a bit of a ball ache and takes a lot longer. And I would have had to have applied for a whole new thing. And then passports and everything were on hold because of COVID. And anyway, I remember thinking when that happened, I was like, there is something in this, like, there is some sort of message behind this because that just doesn't happen, especially if the rest of my stuff was not stolen. You know, it was really weird. Anyway, then all of this stuff happens about going to the UK and I was like, oh my goodness, that happened so that I got my my passport's validity up to date so that I can travel. Like it was wild. Anyway, the only other thing was that my Australian passport was a little bit damaged because it was buried in the ground. It was wet. So then I had to go to the passport office in the city to make sure that my passport was all good. And it was sweet as it was fine. So I was like, okay, cool. The documentation that I need to travel is basically to leave Australia. So this was when the borders were still a little, were still a little bit closed. Um, I had to, well, I still had to do it regardless if the borders were open, which was apply for a travel exemption so that I could leave leave Australia. Now, when leaving Australia, you can go, um, you can travel with uh, so many different reasons as to why. And one of the reasons, the reason that I could be valid under was for three months or longer. So then I had to prove that I was traveling for three months or longer, of which I did with a booked one-way ticket. Um, I got my statutory declaration signed and all of that. So I did all the paperwork. Um, and then it was so epic because I was feeling challenged coming over to the UK because of my belief systems around COVID and the mandates and the masks and the vaccines and everything. And because at this point in Perth, we hadn't really had a spread. I was like, I wonder how I'm going to feel being around a full community where COVID, there is a spread of COVID, you know, having conversations with my sister throughout this whole thing. It was really interesting to see our different experiences and views of COVID by living in two different countries and, and, what each country was experiencing and so I was like this is super interesting like I'm I'm, in, I'm intrigued to see how strong my belief systems are within me and also my willingness or ability to open up to other possibilities of them changing which I was open to doing 
However, literally like two days after I booked my flight and decided that I would be traveling here on the 10th of March, um, Boris Johnson over here basically abolished all of the mandates. And I was like, wow, like how's that timing? Like I booked and then two days later, all of the mandates in the UK were taken down. Um, and so I was like, thank you. That's really helpful. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, then it basically six weeks later from booking my flight, I am in the process of uprooting my life and yeah, moving back to the UK. So I originally moved to the UK to London in 2012. So it's 10 years later. Um, and then all of a sudden, like aside from the excitement, which I did have and um, a lot of the excitement was also the ability to wonder about travel again, to open up that exploration in my mind, the imagination in my mind of travel, reminding myself of the life that I've lived within travel and how much of it I've done. And I was like, wow, like this is fucking epic. Like there is so many opportunities now because the borders are opening up, places are opening up and, you know, the freedom is still there. Um, and then, yeah, basically from that moment, it has been an absolute fucking roller coaster of emotions. Um, although I have moved country before, twice, I guess, because I've moved to London and then moved back to Perth. Um... I kind of did that twice as well. This time it felt really different because two things. A, I guess I could look at the mandates and all of that in WA and the borders and everything. And I could say that at the moment it's very difficult to get back in, but I don't necessarily believe that because again, when there's will, there's way. But also there's this kind of knowing within me that I don't think... I will be coming back to Perth to live at in the foreseeable future. I cannot and won't really put a time frame on it because, yeah, like for me, like I said, I absolutely love Perth, but it's like for me a pizza without any topping. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it. You know, it tastes good. Like, you know, the pizza base is pretty good. But with the topping, it's like, damn, this is tasty. And yeah, Perth just isn't tasty for me. So yeah, then it was like belief systems, you know, can I do it? Can I really uproot and move my life? Like, what is this calling? Like, apart from the fact that I want to see my sister and be with my family, like, what is this calling? What is calling me there? Is it that or is it something greater? Is it something that I am unaware of? And I knew that that was a huge part of it like I've had this knowing within me that is something greater um you know looking at finances like how much am I willing to spend like do I want like what what am I doing you know all of these questions oh, I'm sad I don't want to leave Perth like I love my friends I love the community I love what I've created of course I'm fucking comfortable here uh, so much so much like do I get rid of everything like it started to become a bit more of an identity 
the be really beginning stages of, of an identity shift. What am I going to do for work? Do I want to get a job? How am I going to run my business? Like all of these things, you know. And so the, being in that and processing this whilst getting my shit together to move country. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to have some tea because I've been rambling. 35 minutes straight and I need a little sip take a sip with me too darling have you got your cup of tea um and if you're naked I praise you I'm not naked with you this time but I honestly encourage every single human to get naked and be out in nature it is honestly the best if you have not done it um but yeah, as a reminder, again, this podcast is about getting naked in more than one ways, not just the physical, in belief systems, in conditioning, in, um, you know, freedom, all of that. Anyway, off topic. So basically, yeah, oops, it was about six weeks. I jumped on the airplane, decided to manifest business class, baby business class um that was a fucking epic ride I was like you know what I'm gonna manifest business class um and I did I was originally aiming for a free upgrade however I did meet I'm gonna say the universe halfway and and paid a small portion to upgrade it was really small um because that's what was offered to me. And I was like, yep, yeah, I'm going to take it because I am really ready to level up my life in ways that I have never, I haven't leveled up before. Um, and this is one way, one thing that I've always wanted to do. And fuck me, business class is incredible and it is so worth it. I mean, I wouldn't pay like eight, 10 grand for it, to be honest. Well, I probably would. I take that back. I would. Um, you know, when I am ballin', but yeah, business class is just really beautiful, and it made the trip go very fast, it was very comfortable, very spacious, like very clean, you know, when you're on an airplane, you just feel dirty, yeah, it wasn't like that at all, um, anyway, so yeah, I arrive in the UK, and I have been here, what, seven, eight, nine, ten days, and the can of worms just keep on opening, to be honest. Um, I have found it very beautiful and very uncomfortable at the same time. Whilst it has been absolutely magnificent to be here with my sister, my nephew, he is so adorable. His name is Ocean and I am falling in love with him more and more every single day. Um, and of course to be here with my sister's partner and just this end of the world. I have never been to Cornwall before. So although I lived in London for six years, I have never been to this area. Cornwall is an absolute beautiful area. It's by the beach and where my sister lives is in a valley and the valley is absolutely stunning. A very highly spiritual place. It's super witchy. There is a lot of history in Cornwall, um, this is where witches and fairies and wizards and all of that. Anyway, um, and so yeah, since I've been here, it has been a wonderful roller coaster. It's been beautiful and painful in many ways. Um, 
I definitely feel like I am now, I guess, at the beginning stages of a huge identity shift. You know, along with the energies that have been around, it has been the full moon, has been the end, ending and beginning of the astrological new years, the equinoxes here, big changes, big shifts, and I am really, really, really feeling that. Um, one of the major realizations I have had is that it's always been a dream of mine to have an online platform so that everything is run, my business is run online, not only online but majority of it online so that a I can reach more people and b so that I have freedom to live the life of my desires um, and I realized that the comfort of where I was in Perth and running my services and work face to face was actually holding me back from going all in on an online platform that I want to create um, because of course it was comfortable it was a distraction I was making it work in other ways and so now because I'm here a the location of which I'm in and also the community the lack of community that I have here in person it's actually pushing me into the direction that I actually want to be on which is again creating this epic online platform which I have so many cool ideas um for this more and more of that is dropping in um it's not only going to be it's it's gonna it's going to be like a hub for you to come to that has all different modalities all different support there for you um that you can kind of come to and refer to whenever you need it's freaking going to be epic but yes again once i'm a little bit settled that is something that i will be knuckling down on and really bringing forward um so yeah, you know, whilst I'm still settling in, it's only been 10 days, I went, I really did experience um, a lot of discomfort. I was so lost, so confused. Like, why am I here? I want to go back to Perth. This is uncomfortable. Like, I noticed that I was going, I was really focusing on everything that it wasn't or, and, and, the, and the discomfort rather than the beauty of what it is and the ability and you know, the courage that it's taken me to follow this truth and this calling, even though it's something that I guess my ego was, the story my ego was creating, was telling me that it wasn't what I wanted. Um, you know, patience, it's only been 10 days and here's me like wanting to step foot and be like, Baba, everything is here and it's fantastic and great and I love life. Like, no, everything isn't always rainbows and unicorns and butterflies and chocolate like it's you know it's the the polarity and the full spectrum of what it is to be a human and it's okay to have it all um and it's really yeah it's really showing me more ways that I can surrender more ways that I can trust but in saying that like I have this fire behind me at the moment where I really want to put my foot on the pedal and I really want to like, I've definitely been flowing. Like I've definitely really been chilling a lot. Like being back here now has shown me that my time back in Perth, which was four years, I needed to be in Perth for the deep healing that I've experienced over the last four years. Perth was the place for that. Perth was a very, very comfortable, beautiful home that held me through so much. 
Um, and I'm really, really thankful to all people out there who have supported me, who I have come across, who I have met that have held me and guided me and loved me and yeah, everything. So if you're one of those people, you know who you are. I thank you and I love you. Um, it was really a time of my life that I needed to be there. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. And I can see that now because I'm not there. You know what I mean? It's like, I wonder if I would have actually truly realized if this, if I was still there, um, because now I've been removed from that situation. I can see the bigger picture. I'm like, oh, that served its purpose. Me being in Perth really served its purpose. And the growth and expansion that I have had in the last four years has been incredibly beautiful, incredibly painful, but I am now who I am because I was there. So it's like now that I have experienced all that and I'm here, I am now ready to catapult. And that is a word that I'm going to use, catapult into this next version of me, this next um, timeline of my life. I feel like there is this big, even though a lot has changed within me, I feel like there is this new level of identity shift happening it's like I see myself growing to a bigger, bolder, more expanded version of who I am. And I'm, I'm feeling that rumbling underneath me. It's like a rocket is about to blow me bloody socks off. Um, but it's interesting because whilst I feel this energy, and yes, I'm aware that it is in alignment with the energies that are going on at the moment, I'm, I still do not have full 100% clarity on exactly what direction I am taking and I honestly part of that I feel but also a part of me feels that there's a little bit of a limiting belief there keeping me back but yeah it's a interesting I'm in an interesting place like I kind of see it like I'm jumping like there's a little riverbank and I'm coming down a pathway in, in order to get to the other side where the land is again. I've got to jump over the riverbank. And on the other side is, you know, this new life that I'm creating. And it's like I'm jumping, but for a moment, time has frozen or I have frozen and I'm, I'm kind of stuck in the air. And I'm no longer on the old pathway and I'm not quite on the new pathway yet. And I'm in this air at the moment in between the two. And this time in between the two is me discovering this next journey. Um, and so, yeah, this is really like pushing me into. Oh, I don't want to say pushing me into a corner, but it's really making me be like, right, what the fuck is my plan? Because if I truly want to live the life that I desire, then I've got to make shit happen. Yes, okay, there's manifestation and there's flow and there's surrender and there's be feminine and being the receptive, but there's also so many elements to that that require action, that require me to make plans, that requires me to choose and to make decisions. You know, like I am all for spirituality, but I'm also for, uh, uh, I guess, the, um, what's the word? I'm aware that we live on earth in a 3D dimension, <laughs> you know, like I don't live in the cosmos, like I can connect and communicate with the cosmos, but I still live here. So I still got to integrate, you know, both aspects of this. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at. Like, 
it has been really uncomfortable. Like I'm sharing a space with my mum at the moment and God forbid I love her. And whilst it's beautiful, it's not comfortable because our time, uh, our time, like we go to sleep and wake up at different times. So I can't be full of me. I've got clients that I'm looking after. So then it's a little bit uncomfortable for her and both of us when I'm like, hey, mum, can you leave? Because I'm, you know, you've got a client and it's just not an ideal situation. So it's really pushing me to be like, right, what the fuck is my plan? You know, and without forcing it through societal conditioning of push, push, push and all of that. But it's still like, hey, I got to take the reins a little bit here. It's time now that I direct a little bit, you know, whilst giving myself a little bit of time to land here on the other side of the world, get used to it and be like, right, where do I want to stay? I haven't yet made it. uh, I haven't yet gone to London. So I'm like, do I want to stay where my sister is? I don't 100% feel that I could establish myself where my sister lives. It is very rural. Um, and I don't necessarily know yet if that's the place I want to situate myself whilst I yeah really get this ball rolling. I'm currently in a place called New Key, which is a little bit more happening. Um, it's still right by the beach. Um, I don't know anybody here. Well, actually, I know a couple of people. Um, and then, yeah, I haven't yet made it to London, so I don't actually know how it feels like to have my feet on that ground there again and whether or not London is the actual place I want to be. I do feel the high energies from London and I feel like it is a great place to get established. But then the other thing I forget about is the expense of living in the UK. Like, living here ain't easy. You know, like, I am not... I am not as established as I would like to be. So for me at the moment, like I'm not in the, I've learned a lot since being back here. And that was the other thing that was quite confronting for me is whilst everything was cushy in Perth and things were happening and I had a community and all of this, like coming here and landing on this side of the world, it has really shown me that I am nowhere near where I want to be. And I'm actually quite you know, I've coming to acceptance of this disappointed in myself in a few ways because I am not as far ahead, I guess I could say, is that I want I, I thought I was. And, you know, that's a really beautiful place for me to be in because now I can really make decisions based on where I want to be. Um and, you know, it's a huge testament to the growth that I had whilst living in Perth because yeah, like I needed that and that's okay. Um, but now that I'm aware of this, now that this has been shown to me that I'm not where I want to be, I, I now have a choice. I can either choose to stay in the same belief systems and, and everything from the past or I can create the future of my life. And that's what I'm choosing. I'm just really in the, um, what's the word? Um, yeah, I'm really in the beginning stages of setting this up. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I might have to get a job like, and I'm happy to get a job. Um, to to meet people, to build a bit of a community, to do something a bit different for a little while, like that's totally cool. Um, and then yeah, like now I'm, a bit, I I am going to be, or I am establishing myself in new ways that are f- um in alignment with the future, with the the parts of me that I see growing, with the life that I wish to desire, the the life that I wish to create, um. And it's a really fucking epic thing. Like, I don't think I would have had this realization in Perth. Um, Of course not, because I was comfortable and I was happy to be where I was at. But really where I was at isn't where I want to be, if that makes sense. 
so yeah, like as uncomfortable it is, it's also really fucking epic and liberating to be in this position. It's like now I'm going to be creating new habits, new daily habits, new behaviors, um, new belief systems. And um, that is for, for the life that I want to create. I also want to create a purpose outside of business. So personal goals that I hit that maintain me. I want to wake up so I have a, every day I have a purpose. I may not have full clarity yet on exactly of what my service looks like, but that's okay because there is a lot more there for me to show up for every day. And for me, that's getting back into fitness. I really want to tap back into having a really strong body um, as a solid foundation within me. And then, yeah, my life reflects that. So, yeah, it's it's an epic place to be in. Um, and that's pretty much all. So I'm in New Key at the moment until only till Thursday and then I'm planning a trip to London mid-April and then I think from then I will decide on where I want to land and situate myself and manifest that really. Uh, yeah, and go from there. So I will be updating a little bit on social media. Um, I will be doing things a little bit different as well with how I show up because again, I'm changing things. I haven't really done many lives on Instagram before, so that's something I will be doing. I will definitely be putting out a mailing list. Um, and then the other thing I'm doing is also keeping my Instagram updated, but only on a close friends list. So, you know, sharing more of my story and what's to come through close friends so that I can kind of separate um, personal and business and stuff, but having it on the same platform without having to have another Instagram page, you know, but that's just something I am pondering on for now. So yes, brothers and sisters, beautiful, darling humans. Thank you for listening. Um, I totally have just nearly rambled for an hour and that is epic. Um, I definitely want to get back into more podcasting. Um, so yeah, if you would like to follow my journey, like, comment, and subscribe. Actually, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Do your thing. Big love to you. Um, I hope you enjoyed getting naked. I hope you have enjoyed your cup of tea. I would love to hear from you if there's anything in particular you would like to hear me speak into. Oh, I have had some really epic spiritual um activations come to me if you would like to know about them then please let me know i am feeling into how spiritual i want to get on this um there's actually another thing i want to speak about as well which is what i was seeing in the healing industry in perth especially and my take on that i definitely did touch on it on one of my stories um so yeah peace and love and gratitude to all of you listening to this I love you I am stoked to be back and recording on the naked in naked oh my god I did it again and I haven't done this recording for so long naked in nature podcast I love you peace out chat to you soon